What's up? It's your boys, the Caffeines. What's up, Podfiends? I am Will Produces. He's Perk FGC. We are your favorite coffee-sipping, armor-grinding, loot cave storytelling podcast on the internet. That's right. This podcast is the number one spot to hear how Perk FGC discovered the loot cave. Uh, You know, it was touch and go between here and nowhere else. But I think we, we managed to eke it out. You know, I'm I'm just gonna make a stream. Like the next time I stream, is just gonna be a loop of me telling that story. Honestly, yeah. I I've now incent- been incentivized to do that. Yeah. For the uninitiated, the joke is that uh, within the first three episodes, Perk uh, told his Luke story twice. Um, but let's let's not focus on the past, guys. Let's focus on the here and the now and the future. Sir, the tradition is intact. Let us cheers. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Clinking noises. It's good stuff. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going with a large one today. I normally have a, Ooh. Uh, a small cup, but we're going with a big one today. Fancy, fancy. The, what is this, 20-something ounces? Yep. It's been a long day, so there's a lot of coffee tonight. You know, I might re-up after this, to be, to be totally honest. Yeah. Um, but, yes, we are the Caffeines. We are a clan of Destiny players. Um that love playing with each other and with you guys if you are new to the podcast you might have uh you know jumped into our various streams across the week whether it's us or moose or lucas or uh the sunday funday boys um on uh with peter and jared um but we're glad that you guys are here with us at the show so this is going to be the one about Solstice uh, 2020 edition. We figured we'd break our discussion up into like the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we're going to start with the positive of, of Solstice 2020. Perk, what is your your good for Solstice? Um, so, I mean, my good is kind of obvious, right? I mean, the ornaments are universal. Like, it's not the same as last year. Uh, we don't have to deal with being like, oh... I don't know if we're going to get to keep this armor set. They're out of the gate, straight up the rip. They're like, yes, this is a universal ornament set. Presumably, as long as there is legendary gear that we're wearing in Destiny, we can make it look like the Solstice set. Thank you. You know, that's what we wanted. I think that's the good for me. Uh, The set looks awesome. Agreed. Uh, For me, it's the free event of the like season roadmap or whatever this is the one that every single player gets to play in destiny and it works and it really ties in with the uh the 2020 title i think you know if you just 30,000 foot view this event it really has a lot to do with uh, you know we're ending the year of the last part of of shadow keep um so like it does kind it's there to celebrate that and it kind of does that job all right you know there's no exotic that has to be disabled day one there uh well there was a bug and uh with the alt multiplier for titan we'll get to that in a second but they fixed it sort of immediately so it shows that you know they're listening and they're being receptive um and yeah i went i went around the caffeines today um i talked to lucas and peter and dan about sort of what their goods their bad and their uglies were about solstice and lucas brought this great point which is dude the armor sets look amazing and you can earn the glows in game, like that's that's the thing ultimately, right? Is like you you do have an opportunity to like earn the glows like in game. Like you're not just you know having to buy them. Uh, I will say there needs to be a much 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 
better way to acquire bright dust in game yes uh i think there's plenty of incentive to purchase stuff i mean hell when it, like we talk about this all the time this is almost as common as my my luke cave story you know you make really cool stuff you make it something that i know is going to be valuable when we found out that we're going to be playing destiny 2 for at least another three years i grabbed a couple ornaments i threw 20 bucks in there i was like you know what cool i don't my only misgiving with the with the microtransactions in that way, not loot boxes, just purchasing a cosmetic. The only gripe that I will ever really have with them is for, for cosmetics, because obviously not pay to win. But cosmetics, I just want to know that if I'm going to be buying something, it's going to at least last me a while. Right. I don't want to buy something. That's why I'm a little bit like we play a lot of Call of Duty Warzone. There's some really cool looking stuff in the shop, but I'm like, ah, we're going to yeah. get another Call of Duty reset. You know, for you not, are, it, you know, but yeah, also the thing is like Call of Duty is cranking those skins out like of like high caliber quality every, you know, um, like even mid season, you're they're dropping those like skin packs that are like super high quality just because they have the manpower. You know, that's something we've always said about uh, Bungie post Activision is that like uh, we can tell that there's definitely a, a struggle to put out the content that we want for from D2. And there, there, there was that even when they did have Vicarious Visions and High Moon. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, for me. It's not, yeah. it's not necessarily, you know, like the, the thing is, is like, it's not even like, ah, uh, I don't want to spend money because that's a perfect, perfect proof is like, I'm ready to, I'm down for it. And there's a bazillion other people like me as well. Um, the only real ever caveat to the cosmetics is just let me know that they're going to be good for a while. You know, that's kind of the only thing. Like, as long as they're good, as long as I have like perfect example, I bought the transversive steps for the warlock. And I bought the, um, the shield like slam thing for the Titan, like the waiting pose. And I bought the worm husk vex eye ornament thingy because uh, I love all those exotics and that emote. That's a great like waiting emote. I love standing there with my Titan shield. It feels cool. Like I just I love doing that. Could you, you know? do it for us right now? IRL. I, go, I mean, go get I the shield. Have- I just it's above your mantle of your fireplace. <laughs> like, to, yeah, that's where I sit like by the fire and you know, read lore and stuff, of course. Uh, but smoking no, a pipe and reading smoking a pipe contemplatively. <laughs> with the grimoire in your hand. That's that's yeah. an emote that we actually need. Um No, I'm I'm totally with you. But like those things are exotics and emotes that don't go away. You know, those those are permanent. Like no exotic, as they've said, is going to be sunset. Um so, yeah, the it, those are more war- like they are inherently more expensive in game than the legendary exotics for sure. And that like that actually, I never really thought about like buying an ornament for for legendaries uh, being sunset. Yeah, which is definitely you know a thing that I've done. Yep, I have too. Um, I bought the one for uh, the shotgun from Opulence as mm-hmm. well as the Ostringer. Because those were two that I loved. Um, the rest that I got, you know, just from unlocking and stuff like that. Um, the uh, but yeah, the issue is with for legendary gear, it's fine. You know, we're buying a look, essentially, right? Like we're buying just a, a, a visual thing. It has nothing to do with the gear. It doesn't have to do with the gun. You know, any of that stuff. I think for Destiny, the important part is exotics looking a, a unique and notifiable way, so that if I see someone either in a raid 
abusing something where I'm like, oh, what are they doing? Or, or a strike or in Crucible, I know what I'm coming up against. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm looking at a hunter and I just shot him and stabbed him and, he, and I see that he's got Worm Husk on and he rolls, I then go, okay, he's going to be regenerating health right now. So I have to then, that's part of my play. It's part of my counterplay to it, right? So that those, those looks are important. Those things are important to have. And um, I get why they don't want to do like what a lot of other MMOs do, which is make the guns just, you, you buy a look, essentially, like a cosmetic look. Right. And then you have that, and you can just apply that to like whatever, different things like that. Um, but for armor, I think it's fine. And like, like I said, the, to tie this back in, the thing with Solstice, the thing that I'm happy about is that this is a universal ornament set. Um, it goes, you know, much in contrast to last year's where we basically got to use it for a month. Yeah. And then it was essentially outdated and they were like, oh, it's going to be an armor 2.0 version, uh, which is great. And that would have been great because that would have been armor that lasted us up until right now, this this current 1060 sun setting. However, uh, they're not ornaments. They are just an armor set. The version that we got from Banshee when the new season started after Solstice, uh, when we went into Shadowkeep, uh, the rolls were like at like 48 base stats. Like it was crap. Yeah. I, I don't And I think it was pretty standardized across the board. Like you can't chase anything. Like there's no point in running more EAZ to open up more packages and yada, yada, yada. With this activity, you can. So, right. So, like if you don't have access to. A lot of the other stuff, you can go and use the EAZ, grab a bunch of dust, make keys, farm chests, and that could be a way that you're farming gear, so to speak, in, in, in a way that maybe you don't, maybe you're a free-to-play player, you don't have access to all the activities that we would normally have to get that just overwhelming amount of gear. I honestly don't even look at what my gear looks like anymore. I purely just look for, um, depending on what class I'm playing, usually... Um, uh regeneration like health regen was it no it's not resilience i'm blanking it is recovery recovery okay um so i'm looking at it for like recovery and mobility essentially and like intellect those are like the stats that i care about right i'll spend in and i'll use mods to get something else if i like need to for a build um but in general like i don't really care i don't even know what stats they are i was looking at my hunter yesterday and i was like oh man like i got these boots that natively had i think 27 mobility I was like, hell yeah. I was like, these are awesome. It was just mobility and strength. So I was like, that's good. That's good for regenerating my uh, my throwing knife and stuff. And then, uh, you know, I just throw ornaments on it, which is the whole big part is give us, this is a good example. Give us more quests and more events that just unlock ornaments. Imagine if uh, the, the, the faction rally came back and you just had ornaments. Screw the gear. Like, you know, drop gear along the way, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? whatever right but really give me that look give me those isn't, look that's what isn't that basically sort of what warframe does like you you buy yeah. skins you get skins and then you really just fuck around with the mods in, on the inside pretty much yeah uh the the frames themselves have like a couple of like passive perks and a couple of active perks um but that's that's literally because you're you're you don't main a titan you are just you and you're in a frame and you just change with the frame like the frame is the frame that's the character essentially that's yeah. how you switch characters, but the guns and stuff all exactly it works the same way. Like it doesn't need it doesn't need any of that stuff. So, so I think another another good going back to this framework that I have imposed in our discussion arbitrarily uh, is that uh, they've they've changed just the way you purchase glows. Last year, uh, you bought all of the all of the solar 
all of the void and all of the arc at the same like per element. This time you're just buying it for your class, and it, it automatically changes based off of your subclass. Um, and now, if you're only playing one character, you only masterwork one character. You're not wasting money to spend on all of the glows. Plus, there's the one that you can unlock from masterworking, which is like it actually involves some endgame content, which is good. Um, I think that all around, like it, it is a shift, but it's definitely a good choice. Yeah, um, I'll I'll definitely agree on that um, to a degree. Um, I've honestly got to like I I like that, but essentially by the same token, that kind of is an illusion, right? Um, because last year, mm-hmm. if you wanted to buy last year, they sold them in elements, so you would buy the arc, you would buy the void, you'd buy the solar, and they'd glow faintly if you were you know a different subclass. They didn't actually affect your if you were charged with your super. I don't believe. Yeah, I think it was so, like if your element was equipped or not equipped was the way that you correct. got the, the look. So you got the look. You got the look. Uh, it's it was so it was like it was fine, but I think it was kind of absurd. Uh, and you know what? I bought them because whatever. I was like, ah, I was like, you know, they're going into armor 2.0. They're talking about ornaments. I'm sure, I'm sure they're gonna just make them ornaments wrong. You thought Wrong. you thought it's not it's not happening. Um nope, so it, it just, you know, I, I just I like that that that's where we're going. I really do. I think it's a step in the right direction. And honestly, the, one of the things that I've thought about is because I've been really outspoken about it. I've heard a lot of people like, you know, giving flack to to Bungie about just ignoring last year's and stuff altogether. Um realistically, I think there's probably some stipulation with the money and how it translated into they were still part of Activision. Um, so stuff with the microtransactions and different things like that may have may have been part of it in some way. I don't know. Um, but it sure as heck would have been nice to get something that carried over. You know, right. I went crazy, la- not last year, the year before in 2018, going for the ship. Um, I think Gino and I are the only ones with it. We talk about it all the time. But um, ultimately, I think last year was a speeder if you did all three characters. Um, ultimately, though, the thing, the thing with it is we just want to be rewarded for time. It's really it. That's the thing that we always talk about. We just want to be rewarded for time. It doesn't matter right. what's going on. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how significant or insignificant you might think of it, as long as it's something that rewards the player's time. You know? Ultimately, yeah. that's, that's what matters. And... Uh, I think the time and grind investment isn't terrible in this, um, but we can get into that in our in our next uh, in our next section. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, before yeah. we go on to that, the last two goods I have are the uh, you can kind of glitch Stasis's glow on the Warlock characters right now. Why is this a good? You might ask. Well, let me tell you, the fact that you can do it, even though it is a bug, shows that Bungie is forward thinking. They have announced a subclass. They have implemented an armor set that is taking into account the future of the game. You know, classic Destiny bugs would be like, oh, shit. Well, we can use this armor that we got, but we can't use it with the new subclass or whatever. Like, back when uh, they announced Armor 2.0 last year, and we had to wait uh, just a little bit. And then the rules that we got with the Armor 2.0 
Like, well, it is. You only had one chance to get that roll, right? Like, you get you got one. <laughs> so you only <laughs> like, get one chance to not miss your do not miss your your you only get one opportunity. Um. So what happened was it was we could farm last year for armor 1.0 versions. Right. Um. So that was that's what we could do. So you were able to farm, and honestly, I'm still getting uh little bits of uh gear in my vault that i'm dismantling that are still armor 1.0s where i'm like damn i'm like these stats are good like what's up and i'm like uh it's armor 1.0 i can't put mods in it i can't do any of this shit um, uh am i having an enhanced mod like my one-eyed bask from day that had the enhanced hand cannon stats were good too i had that to be honest with you the my logic in that is i i let go of it as someone who is a resident, uh, my vault is at 500 or 499 all the time. Uh, I've got a learn club. Cool. 499 club, dude. Um, That's like I kind of, <laughs> yeah, it's just, just the vault nearly full. Um, I don't know. Like, I, a lot of those stuff, a lot of those stats, I kind of just let go because ultimately, I mean, I guess the exotics I could infuse up to current level, but I'm still. The problem with it is like you could boost one stat, but you're gonna you're gonna get a you're gonna fall into a slump overall because they won't ever hit the max distribution that like armor 2.0 can give. Right. Um also you miss out on the masterwork capabilities of the uh, the bonus twelve uh stat points. That is so it's true. like it's it's good and it's not good at the same time. Uh honestly, if enhanced hand cannon targeting is the difference between you hitting your shots and not, just get good. <laughs> like damn. All right. Like that's, Shit. That's just, no, I'm not saying just like you, right? I'm Ow. just saying like like the the reason for hanging on to it, like it's whatever. The like, headshot. That's a one eyed mask. <laughs> like, you wonder how that guy got one eye, the perk, his barbs. Uh, I'm just saying, dude. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, and if you if it's really that egregious of you're like, ah, oh, the difference between me hitting shots and, and winning Crucible games and not, like, like I said, just just get good. Just well, I think you know. It, any any high level competition is a game of inches, um, not phrased. For sure. Like, for it's sure. any advantage is an advantage, nonetheless. I think for right. me, the most good thing <laughs> about uh, Solstice 2020 is that Bungie implemented the uh, the alt multiplier. So it kicks in at different rarity levels. So um, once you finish one set, for let's say uh, your first character is a warlock, you go in for your hunter, you now have to do less yeah. of the grind. I huge. love that on, on the blues Fucking as well. Purple. Exactly. And, yeah. And also this year, we're not starting on greens. Remember when we yeah. started on greens? Oh, did I. <laughs> um, yeah, so, it was trash. So they did trash. address player burnout here in a way that yeah. like still requires a grind, still requires you to put in hours. It's not every hour you have until the expansion drops. So that is great. That's huge. And like I said earlier, Titan was bugged. Uh, news, breaking news, CNN runner, uh, they fixed it. There's a hot fix. Go ahead and reload your game. Um, yeah, I still might cautiously just do my Hunter first and then jump over to my Titan. And also, I heard <laughs> I, someone, someone was saying, too, that like it's just the blues. Like The purples were fine at the glitch. Um, so you I'm do not, have a history of getting wrecked by wrecked by hotfix shenanigans. I do, always. Literally, like last week, uh, we talk about hotfixes in RNG. Last week, I raided on my hunter. The game was just like, no, you don't get gear. And I go to trials or uh, raid report, and I look, and I'm like, did I do this on this character? And they're like, no, she don't get gear. So I quit <laughs> the game, logged back in. They were doing the jumping the secret chest in, uh, in right after the first encounter in Garden. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I opened it before I restarted my game, went back to it, opened it again. And they're like, yeah, here's a helmet. I'm like, why? Because like, fuck why? you, Perk. That's why. Yeah. Like, seriously. remember when we played Trials the first time you can get Astral Horizon and you um, didn't get it because of the bug? Yeah, that and was cool. We had to wait till two weeks ago to get it? Last week to get it. And Not, we oh, yeah. ba- we barely just played enough because you guys hated that map. And I was just like, I hate Wormhaven. I was the humans hated. I'm like, I think it's fine. Like, I think it's a fun map. And I was playing my hunter for the first time. But I listen, I get it. I understand. Like, it's at least it's its own thing. Orange and I have a direct correlation connection through the through the atmosphere. I see the RNG with my millennium eye. But, there, you know, there are two steps, uh, two uh, lines of footsteps on the beach. One is you and the others are in Jesus. Yeah stabbing me repeatedly <laughs> yelling in your ear get good yeah. all right let's uh let's jump into our bad the ba- the difference between the bad and the ugly is just severity to be honest like like it's not game breaking it's just bad uh for me this is the, the biggest most like crazy endemic problem with solstice of heroes is that it is um the same as last year, with the, also the caveat that the activities to grind the gear up are exactly the same as the early season gear grind. You know, it's do uh, do things like it. It's do a thing that puts you in crucible, do a thing that puts you in gambit, do a thing that puts you in strikes, and then just kill shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of it's just mindless. Um, it doesn't require skill. It requires grinding your face against the wall, and then mm-hmm. the EAZ itself. Like, I was hoping for new bosses, like, interesting mechanics. And while the bosses we have there do have really interesting mechanics that should be utilized elsewhere in the game, you got the, like, um, you have one of the fallen bosses I was playing against today. Every time he teleports, he drops, like, one of those stun bombs. And yeah. every time I killed it, it still went off. Like, it's lovely. Um, so it, it, they have these ideas that are just, like, grasping at brilliance. Yeah, they're like, I'm like, fuck. Where's the, where's this in the rest of the game? And then also, EAZ is just not fun. So, do you want me to? I have because I have some notes about we we were talking briefly about how we can make this better. Um, we're gonna like, go into how we yeah, how we change. I have the notes. Okay. okay, I do All want right. to separate it out for you okay. too. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. That's why I'm asking. Um, because I have ideas. Um, because like I said, like I completely agree with you. I think like the event is just kind of boring. Uh, like, why couldn't this event also just be like the EAZ as a location, and they just like all the spawn doors just open like endlessly, mm. and they just have like a round timer with like a heavy chest in the middle to reset us to give us like a second? Why don't they just have an insane amount of enemies load load a three man activity with the amount of like po- like push the polygons, even make it a more simplistic environment so that you save memory right. space. And just flood us with enemies to just mob through. I had this interesting feeling today when I was doing it with Dan. Um, that kind of brought me back to like Halo 3 ODST, um, the horde mode, which was firefight. Um, right. Yeah. The difference, the key difference was I was afraid for my life in firefight. Whereas in D2, I'm like, I'm killing this. En-. Like, it, just, it doesn't matter. Like, I, it could be any number yeah. of enemies. There's no, there's no tension. Like, Orange, yellow bars, red bars, bosses, majors. It does like none of the things until you get to the boss. Like all of those mini bosses are chumps. 
and they don't require they don't require any meaningful thoughts um, and uh, or like decision making um it's sort of just like are we going to team up or are we going to split up and cover more ground oh mm-hmm. either's <laughs> fine like it's okay whatever whatever um, you feel like doing if you're with blueberries you're going to just kind of go to them or you know figure it out um didn't firefight have limited response if i remember correctly i think it did I and... think that's part of the challenge because if I'm if I'm remembering Firefight, you can actually go for harder versions of it. Yeah, like, there were different like run. different sort like different rounds. Uh, waves gave you ammo, yeah. uh, and then you didn't have ammo coming back until then. There's lives coming back. There's like fifty different ways that you can just literally look at this and go, "Well, <laughs> they really didn't spend too much time doing this." Like, also. Just the map. The the map for EAZ is uh, frustrating in a way that is not good for gameplay. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. It's not frustrating like a jumping puzzle. It's just sort of like a giant horseshoe where uh, everything is, like, what, four or five stories tall on the, the rim, and then there's this pit in the center. And there's, like, yeah. the, the hard part is going from top to bottom, because it, it, there just really is no meaningful way to to use the verticality. It's just sort of thrown there. It's, um, it's cool that there is verticality in it, which is something that we've not seen too, too much of in Destiny, that outside of, like, shapes and, like, rock formations that we really don't have to navigate as much as just visually look at as, as part of right. a thing that we could, you know. Um, the trouble is that we're not, like, Destiny does not teach the player about entering doors like that's not a common thing in destiny go inside here there's a couple of like buildings in the edz um or in a strike you're opening a large door to just progress through and progress through and progress through or in the not... map cauldron you are avoiding the center doors until they to snipe the lane but arguably yes arguably that's still a big room that's like one of like what well, there's like there's like three doors total on that main room just to wall there's it off five five doors okay there's, what, there's, two, there's two, bo- two bottom and three two low, on the top three level. four five okay five doors um but it's literally one large room that has right. a bunch of stuff going on it is outside the capture point and it's where the heavy spawns it's arguably the central the central focus of that thing it used to be more of the other room in d1 because heavy used to spawn in that little water area like on the back of that for for the sake of cauldron but uh destiny doesn't do anything to teach the player about navigating in, inside buildings or anything like that and that's what makes it kind of annoying to navigate like when you're on the other side you're on the other side and you have to climb up the ledges to, like get around and over i think they were afraid of making the structure too easy to get to and i think that the only reason for the verticality to be there is to make the puzzle of grabbing the chests more interesting and more challenging so that, that people aren't maxing their chests every single time but like it's if, literally artificial for the sake of being artificial yeah and it's, um, it's there's just like diff, there's there's just not enough entry points to the, to the upper levels of um yeah. of that map like it, it's it, visually interesting too. yeah like it's a cool concept and a cool idea um but here's a thought why is it uh, there? Why does it exist, lore-wise? <laughs> like, why don't they just take the structure that they... Like, if we're going to go on goose chases, don't let me feel like, oh, you're you're jumping through the EAZ. Um, how about this? Put me down on the street, like that one Solstice event where I was talking to Ikora, remembering memories after Cade died and shit like that. The Solstice after that? After oh, Forsaken. when they went back to... Um... 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Put us on the street. Why like, are we talking to the people in the city? You get, like they've already proved that they can make the city like function. It's where we're at in the opening of uh, Scourge. We're on the street. Like that's the same type of verticality that EA has. It's the old tower, but like it, it well, is no, exactly in, the same. In in Scourge, when you start Scourge, it's actually the like the street of the last city. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, 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 I thought you said zero hour. And I was like, they oh. they've they've shown like I would so much rather a cool lore spot than like ooh I'm going to the EAZ because fucking... my gloves or my helmet says I have to haha. <laughs> had a like, Jimmy Neutron brain blast. Here's here's what you do. You take mm -hmm. you take the last mission of the vanilla campaign, which had you fight through all of the Red Legion like things in the city. Mm -hmm. Take that, flip it, and reverse it, as the great Missy Elliott said. Yeah. Start start in the bottom, and then you do like a fight. I would I would rather foot race through that mission for nothing. To literally just like stand, step on a glowy thing, like um, like that one strike everyone skips in the strike playlist, then do EAZ. Arguably, something that I have always said that I hated, but I, I've having played it recently, I'm like, damn, that was kind of enjoyable compared to other stuff. Uh, Reckoning tier three on the bridge, make us hold a bridge or something like that. Building the bridge as we go across, <laughs> make it private, saving Private Ryan. I just want to be actually, Tom Hanks shooting a pistol at a tank. It's like, fun like i i have fun doing the reckoning because you're you're mopping up enemies that you can destroy but the challenge is you're fighting them in a small space with a limited time that makes it interesting yeah. um the the way the eaz works i get that it's a free event um but also by the, by the same token like why are we necessarily bending over backwards to make a free event accessible for like some players i would rather make the game harder and help more players get through something that's harder rather than make it so absurdly easy that no one really cares about the content also like just, just think about the new player yeah, experience like the new player experience right now is yeah. like they bungie has acknowledged that it definitely needs work and this isn't doing anything for anyone no like who no. is this for um it's not for it's not for us it's not for veteran players it's really not for new players because you're not giving them like the thing about it is if if it was a way to just get good amounts of gear or amass materials that are harder to find it would be doable you would be i would tell my friends that are new to the game going hey you know you you kind of might want to grind this just because you know you're going to stock up on legendary shards you know you're going to really you're going to walk away with a haul or, you know, every five that you do, you get an exotic, whatever it may be. Like, you know, there's no incentive. There's nothing for me to go, hey, this activity is really worth it. What I'm going to say in, in all honesty is, hey, if you want the pretty gear, uh, run just enough of this to where that you can tolerate just to get it, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. Um, going back to our list of bads, I was talking to Lucas, like I said earlier. He brought up this really good point that the orbs generated during this event last way too short. Um, Far too short. Like, yep. um, it, it actually spawned this really interesting conversation we had about the perk um, shoot to loot from D1 and how mm -hmm. I miss it um, and how you could yep. integrate that into D2 because there's just so many more things that you have to pick up off the ground, whether it's uh, moats, you know, in the contact event, yep. in, even in Gambit, that would change the way Gambit works. Um, in 
uh, Garden of Salvation, it would meaningfully change the way you do moat runs because uh, you could just mountaintop like harpies and then you know reckless up all the moats, but not mm-hmm. really change the difficulty of like DP. Um, yep. And um, Lucas had this really incredible idea of making it so it gives you like half the ammo you would normally get of uh, instead of like running up to a thing and picking it up uh, because then it gives you a risk reward uh, sort of idea for it. And honestly, uh, I'm still thinking about that idea and missing that perk. And um, if we could shoot these elemental orbs as they, as they come out to receive them, or if they just were automatically given to us as we generate them, it would yeah. make the game and the grind just so much more bearable um, because it's, it's so frustrating to be like, all right, I'm going to pull out a sniper rifle and shoot something across the map, and it doesn't matter for Solstice. Like it just—it's inherently rewarding shotguns and SMGs and hand cannons and things that can get you within range in the amount of time that uh, before that orb just disappears off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, completely agree with you. Like the orbs are an absolute headache. I find myself dying just to get them, jumping off of cliffs throwing myself into crucible traffic just to go and get them <laughs> like because i'm like ah i don't really feel like doing this like i need to just get them done and i get where bungie's coming from where they're like you don't really need to throw yourself at this you'll just get it as time goes just play the activities here's my answer to that hi no i won't because i do not <laughs> willingly go into the strike playlist i do not willingly go into the gambit playlist um so no and i wouldn't <laughs> willingly go into eaz so no i'm sorry i wouldn't get these as time goes on because you're you're forcing me into three playlists that i under no circumstances would i subject myself to unless there was a specific thing that i was going to gain from it i'm i'm being honest there's Dead. obviously there's so much that I, we love about destiny oh there's change so the title of this stream hi no i won't <laughs> this, that's like up there with your dr sus um <laughs> I would report like, them on a boat. I would you, report you them in a moat. You know what I mean, though, right? Like, yeah. uh, there's just like, and and this is actually one of the things that that I have, like, one of the core things for me is, um, uh, you know, I I give a shit about the lore, and like, if an NPC talks to me, like, whenever whenever Destiny Grandma talks to me, Ava Levante, I always read the dialogue because I always want to see if it's different or, or like what it is. It's very nice and it's very meaningful for for players and stuff, and it's it's just a good general thing to put in the game. But I'm curious on it when she actually talks about uh what you're doing for the solstice she's like you know take a moment or you know reflect and remember those who have come before you and remember you know your journey and stuff together and remember right? that some uh there were there were guardians playing trials when gaul and the red legion came and shut down the light y'all motherfuckers killed them anyway there were they go um but here here's my thing with it ready uh like Instead of Solstice being like, hi, go to the EAZ. Hi, go do this. Go play Gambit. Go do this. Go do Crucible. But go then get orbs. But then switch elements. But then go get orbs and do another thing. But then do this. But then use this. But no, you do this for this other piece. It's not even like, here's the strike piece. It's the helmet. Here's the Crucible piece. It's the arms. No, they have them all like scattered across all over the place. And I'm just looking at it. And I'm thinking about what Ava says, right? And I'm like, dude, instead of this like green armor to blue armor to purple armor to majestic armor and all this other crap, why don't we just start with legendary armor? Why? Well, why don't you just give, pl- or, or you know what? Let's go, let's make it. Let's take a step further. Go from blue to purple. Why? And why on the purple? Just make it one 
really big, long bar, right? Hear me out on this. Forget the elemental burns. Forget all that shit. Ready? I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit something right here. Make everybody wear the armor because, as someone who has been to a uh, school where I had to wear a uniform at a certain point in time, when Iron Banner came around and we all had to wear the shader and we all had to wear the ornament or the emblem and we all had to wear Iron Banner gear to get the most out of our shit. In school, I felt, I felt together. No, in Iron Banner in D1. Oh, okay. <laughs> It felt like wearing a uniform, but like we're all in it together. And it's like, yeah, it sucks to wear a uniform, but like we're doing it. And it's like, it's got, there's some tradition there to it, right? People do that. Make everybody. I did. Uh, I went to Catholic school for a few years and no one, just no one cared. It was like, I get like, no one talked about clothes. Cause just like, what are we, does it matter? (laughs) That's the same thing. Like I went to Catholic school. Like as I got older, I'm like, I didn't know about not wearing clothes. I thought those were, I was like, I was like, my friends, I'm like, you get to wear home clothes everywhere? That's insane. <laughs> like, that's an actually insane. Exclamation concept. point, perk three. I didn't know about not wearing clothes. Right. All right. Right? So there's that. Uh... But what, what, what I'm circling back to is when Iron Banner used to be a thing, right? Yeah. Everybody used to have to wear the gear. You used to have to put it on to get the most tokens or whatever it was in Destiny 1 for Iron Banner. They changed it. Now no one gives a shit. You see the, you see the Same emblem. Same thing for factions. Remember, yeah, no like, one, the class items used to determine. Your... I liked it yeah. because we're all wearing uniforms and I'm like, what faction are you wearing? We would give each other shit. Somehow Bungie made us care about the factions the same way we care about football teams, like between Dead Orbit, New Monarchy and Future War Cult. They did it. That's the thing that you don't really see in gaming too much. Most people are like, I don't give a shit, you know, about this, that and the other thing. Um, so you you had that going on. But let me talk about the um getting back to what i think they could have done for the armor set to make it more interesting make it a big old fat bar of just percentage make it so that you have to wear the whole armor set make it so that there's an emblem and a shader or something to where everybody's gearing up and we can all look at each other and go yeah like we're doing all this other stuff we're doing this shit together here's where it gets interesting make nightfalls have burns the way they did in destiny one i'm not talking about this singe crap no 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 no. i'm talking about burns when you were doing double or sometimes like triple damage rainbow week solar week where you would just smash through shit right it was good smash and get smashed as a matter of fact on top of that what i would do Fuck all this, like, and make it work through all of it. If you want to go farm Master Nightfalls for those three weeks during Solstice, you're going to have a burn. You're going to take damage, but you're going to be able to give damage. And you know what? If players are going to know life a game for three weeks, you know, I don't know, maybe let them play an activity where they kind of want to do that anyway to go get the materials that you find in those Master Nightfalls. Because it's fun. It's fun to do something that's really fucking difficult and succeed and do it with a group of friends and nuance it and finesse it and get that shit done. Okay? It's fun. Second thing, ready for this for for Solstice? Yes, I'm ready. You're all about you're all about the new the new player experience. How about this? Ready? Make it so that every player can do every raid for those three weeks. Who cares, right? Maybe they'll end up buying the content that you're somehow going to actually like you know make put into the vault. But for those three magical weeks, make it so that anybody that picks up Destiny for those three weeks can go and run raids with their friends. Any raid, it doesn't hey, matter. On top boys. of that. What, Wait, there's more. Go ahead. Question for you: What raids can you not do with the base game? 
uh, you can't do anything past anything that's on Leviathan. You can do aside from Crown. So you can do base Leviathan. You can do um, what you're called uh, Eater. Eater of Worlds, and you can do Spire of Stars. Those you can also do Crown. I tested it actually. <laughs> if you really, you have a free. You could do Crown. My my roommate does not own um, Forsaken. No, he owns Forsaken, but he does not own. Um... Forsaken, I think, gives you crown now with the way that it's done. I think that's the reason why. Oh, I think Carry Forsaken on. gives. You um, we can double we can double check though. Um, but here here is here is here is the thing, right? On top of that, wait, there's more. Let raids and raid activities give you a multiplier for the orbs and the stupid shit to Let fill the bar. Freedom ring. Just make the bar fill up. Let's do raids. Let's do, I don't know, whatever activity we feel like instead of at least three of the four being things that I don't want to do, right? Like literally three of your four activities I don't want to do. I don't want to do Gambit. I don't want to do uh, EAZ. I don't want to do Strikes. Let me do activities that are actually fun. I've just been informed that I'm a total idiot. Thank you, Moose and Dan. Uh, Forsaken comes with Crown. I'm, I'm dumb. Anyway, moving on. Um, no, it's okay. Moving on, uh, you know, wrapping I up the bad. Do, yeah, hold on. Alejo said he doesn't want to do trials. Why are we making people that don't play PvP do trials? Why so do that they need people who in? do want to do PvP but are mid-tier have people to play against? So that's literally us. So literally, they're there for us to farm because we're like, good, more average folks to farm in trials. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> no, you know, that's like, not good. They need to cut their teeth that was that was a rant but you know what i mean like just think about being able to do any activity that you want and having it be something that will fill up that bar to get that gear yeah. instead of being like hey um did you guys do three out of the five events because i have to go do four of the thing on this planet but i didn't do that one thing so i can't come with you again for that but i already did this so i'm going to do two of these so i'm going to go do that and then i'm going to switch characters and do this let me just have the base armor and let me just grind my face off doing activities i like and especially during Solstice, make an event that's unique to the actual event the event itself. It's only three weeks. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, let it just be whatever. And then make raids free for all players and make them have a shitload of experience that would fill up the bar. All right. I man. don't understand how it's so complicated. I'm ranting here, but I'm really passionate just, about that. The pop-off is real. I mean, we're blowing, <laughs> blowing through all the points, but we're, we're getting no, back. Last, last further the bad before we get into the ugly is microtrans in general. We talked about how the shift they made is better, is good compared to last year. However, still buying the glows per class is kind of dumb. Like we're not, it's not an armor set where the models are different. It's it's blue, it's orange, it's purple, yeah. and then for stasis, which you can glitch in, it's a different blue. <laughs> like, like come on um yeah. is there is there any real reason like why like why is that glow something we have to buy with not only like silver or bright dust but like like someone brought up to me you know if you do um if you do all of the bright dust uh bounties uh between mm -hmm. here and the end of solstice you can afford the glow and the armor set does that take into account the fact that you have to buy... Well, like, is that just for one character? Like, 
it's it's still it's not enough goodwill towards the community towards the people who like purchase silver on a regular basis to buy things because it's that's not the only thing that's going to be purchasable through silver like there's a lot of really great cosmetics in the store from this from solstice starting a lot of emotes and stuff yeah um, um and like and skins for things and and dude like the emote or the finisher with the the iron lord someone uh, was in chat was saying earlier like they made a, a shit ton of money just off that emote and like yes those things will like rotate into the store for bright dust but if you if you started at zero and you're saving that all the way up for your glows there's no room in your like in that allowance that we're getting from Bungie to say like oh yeah I'm gonna get the glows and I'm gonna get this this like emote of like me slamming like an an, an enemy to death with an Iron Lord's axe or uh, the the ship dude the ship looks amazing why is that like what the, sh- the ship is amazing like the ship's like, unbelievably good looking why that should be like the all three um three, three yes. characters reward and I would. Ship. I would literally like for for that ship. I would grind the whole thing from green to majestic on all three characters with no bonus. Like that's how good that thing looks. That's literally what Chino and I did two summers ago for the other ship because it looks really cool. It's a cool ship. Moose is saying, "Chat too. Why is the Iron Banner finisher not tied to Iron Banner at all?" Yeah, it's not even out during Iron Banner week. You can't use finishers back. in Iron Banner. <laughs> like, yeah. think about that. No. Like what? There's just so many things that just feel so disjointed that I don't know if they're just kind of like getting everything out that needs to get out or 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 what their whole strategy is. I I I constantly feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Like I really feel like I'm just like I'm like I'm I'm screaming I'm like you're almost there. Like you're so close. It's the uncanny valley of it's of so like close to of, working out really really well. Yeah, it's this looks amazing. We've been asking for stuff that looks amazing. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to spend ten dollars on a ship. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Why do we need to feel like we're gonna spend ten dollars on a ship? A big thing for me as well is is, is stuff like uh, Moose and I were playing Destiny One the other day, um, and I was looking through the stuff, and we're going through it and realizing that like Destiny One is kind of where Triumphs began and everything, but the records book, the books. Here's the thing about the books that I love. Everything was condensed into the book. If you were looking to get SRL gear or Iron Lord's gear or guns or ornaments or whatever, you went into that book and you looked at the activity. You didn't have this ambiguous sheet of just stuff mixed with bounties and quests or like pieces or like a thing. Like a lot of the new players are like, hi, what's this Legend of Acrius? I can't move it to my vault. And I'm like, hi, oh, no, right. I won't. Yeah, sorry. Hi. No, I won't. So, like, it's just so congested, convoluted. My fear is that it could take a while before we see, like, a real true refresh of the stuff. But I think it's stuff like that that actually is detrimental to understanding the game. Because my friends that are playing are like, this game is confusing as shit, but you know what? Like, it's really fun to play. So I get why you guys spend all this time playing it. It's like, I, yeah, of course. Quick it's question fun. to chat. Dan is saying they took the Eververse ornaments from this season and made them available in game. Um, let does that include uh, like the the sh- the ships in bright engrams? Like, 
Uh oh, yeah. the Dido armor. Oh, the Dido. That's good. Like that's I, honestly, that's good. Like that's a good set. I it's like a... that. That set is in the. Um, I like that that sets in the dungeon. I think that's a great place for it. Um, yeah, like that's good. And honestly, I don't even mind buying oh, armor sets. So I, here's here's clarification. I, the yeah. Dido armor was supposed to be an Eververse item. They just took it out of the Eververse, put it in Prophecy, so you could earn it. Uh, okay, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's fine. Like I was, good. yeah. Honestly, if we could, like when transmog hits, it's gonna solve a lot of problems, um, because yeah, grinding out these armor sets so that you can have these looks to put them on other things. That's sort of like a big, like. We all know we're playing Destiny 2. Like, of course we are. We, we want to look cool, and we want to have good stats. And honestly, I think a lot of players, and like, except for like the top echelon of players, are going to prefer to look better over you know, having optimized like, mobility versus resilience or whatever. Uh, so, you know, yeah, Gino says yeah. we did it for the drip. It's all um, about the drip. It's all about the drip. Yeah. Iced so, out in the rain jackets. I feel it. But any, so, but like the thing is, sorry, sorry I just want to make this, yeah. this one other point. Like with the with the like the prophecy set, that's awesome. My thing too is I don't mind paying for stuff. I have actually been playing. You guys know that like I'm like Titan for life. Like we we represent like all day eating crayons, baby. But my thing is like I've been playing a lot of Hunter recently, and I was like, you know what, you know what, my Hunter lacks some 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 fucking drip. And so I looked in the store and I'm like, there yes, is. Yes, I would like to purchase really, the swagoo. I would like to purchase the 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 drip. I would like to have it. Can I be iced out? Um, but I saw this a cool ornament set and I was like, you know what? I kind of like that. I I want my hunter to look cool. And I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what? They they have that that rotation where like everything's like a, a couple bucks off or whatever. And I was like, if that ornament set goes on there, I was like, I'm gonna snatch it. And I might even just snatch it before the season's up anyway, just to have it. I, I think I like it. I don't have a problem yeah. buying ornaments. It's just, the, just the ratio, right? It's honestly like the ratio is better now. Um, and I, I still think they're going to live with the, the stigma of how it was. Um, and especially the fact that this is something that a lot of people forgot about. Um, the Garden of Salvation armor set was literally an exact copy of the Eververse set from the uh, whatever the Osiris expansion was. It's literally that set with like glowy stuff on it. Granted, it looks better and it's got great stats and it's, it's stuff that it's going to carry forward into the game. Um, but I don't, you know, I, I don't mind any of that stuff. It's just that, like, some of those, like, some of those creaky doors start to get really noticeable when all of them creak. Does that analogy yeah. make sense? Like, I think so. When, what I'm thinking about just like armor sets in Eververse, there's two, there's two problems. It's A, just the amount of like armor sets that you can acquire from purchasing versus the amount of like ornaments you can get from just playing the game. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing is that the armor sets that you can buy objectively look cooler than the stuff you can get in game or they're close to the stuff you can get in game. And you know, the seasons armor sets like the, from the season past, those have done a little bit like, I'm not sure where you stand on that because it, it is technically paid content, but also it's not like, like it's season, honestly, it's season pass content you have to earn that you pay I, for. I don't mind the season pass at all. I think the, I think realistically there needs to be a couple more freebies along the way. I think realistically, the grind up to fifty should be kind of what they're looking 
to get the main stuff out of it. And, and 50 is the exotic if you're a free-to-play player. Um, I think that's a realistic level to get to. I don't think 50 hitting 50 is anything near difficult yeah. um, playing enough in a season. Um, Here's an interesting thing about season passes in, in other games is they give you back basically the entire worth of what you paid for in the currency of that game. So like Fortnite will give you V-Bucks, yeah. but not if you're on iOS now. Ah, uh, yeah, or, uh, Warzone, yeah. Call of Duty Warzone is the same thing, and I God love that. Knows. And honestly, I've there's been seasons of of Warzone that I've bought. You know, you throw the ten bucks at it, and you're like, I'm like, ah, I made seven bucks back. Whatever, I'll I'll give them another couple bucks to go for it. And I'm, maybe I'll only make five bucks back in the following season, depending on how busy I am or something. But you don't feel bad about that because you're like, ah, oh, at least I'm getting some value alongside all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like all of these things, like together, work really well, and they're good. Right, like it's fine, like it's it's good, like none of that stuff is imbalanced. I would like to see more of that in Destiny. Um, those XP bonuses being nodes on the checklist, I think, are a little silly. I think those should just be things that you just get to at like a tier threshold. Um, I I, I think ultimately the difficulty with Destiny is that, and a lot of other MMOs, rare or uncommon gear still maintains value uh, along the way. And I don't want to rehash because we had an entire podcast for those viewers interested in our thoughts on comparing destiny as an mmo it should be up on our youtube as well as spotify but it's episode uh, six episode six the thing about it is that like you feel overly incentivized to do one or two very specific things and it just ends up being a rough thing right 100%. You, know, you just you just feel kind of burned out on it so let's move on We'll yes. The now we, we got to go deeper in, in deeper into the salt. We have gone past <sighs> the good, shot past the bad. We're entering Ready. the ugly part of Solstice, the really bad things. Uh, started off light in the ugly thing. People okay. are AFKing to progress their games in Gambit. Yep. So to um, like one of the the goals in the Gambit part of your armor set is like just Gambit matches, right? Mm-hmm. Gambit completions, um, yep. and that doesn't like the reason why people aren't doing that in Crucible, or they might be, but who knows, is because you actually have to pick up orbs in Crucible and get kills in Crucible to get the the um, the progression on the armor. There, it's like kind of a huge oversight. Um, I know Lucas was uh, Lucas and Moose earlier were expressing frustration over the fact they were loading into games and uh, just people were not moving mm-hmm. and just AFK macroing. That is like. When the event disrupts the flow of the game, and and also like, yeah. it's it's two bad things. A oversight on the event, and it just goes to show that people don't like. <laughs> Hi, no. <laughs> again, to to quote myself again, uh, yeah, exactly. You're forcing people to play a thing that you don't want to do. That is where like I, it's hard for me to let go of this point where I'm like, just let me do here's the thing, whatever I want. Question for you. Um, and this this will go this will will rekey into this when I, we go into our discussion of how we fix solstice from our armchairs, more cushy, yeah. at home, not working for bungee chairs. Um, if there was um like a base majestic level armor set that looked cool that you got from doing whatever you want, and then there was not only a specialized armor set that you got from Gambit, like just even just an ornament or a different color glow that you got from Gambit. 
would you still say that that is forcing you to play Gambit if you are like if you wanted just to get completionisty about it? Not at all. Twofold reason. Twofold answer. Um, one, that's extra. That's a bonus incentive. That's a stretch goal to me. I look at that as that as a stretch goal. So I'm like fine with that. I don't care. Uh, two, you're going to be in it with Gambit with people that want to get that glow. So they're going to be that's playing it. with it. Yep. Cool. Right. Same same reason with people getting hush. Right. Mm-hmm. Hush isn't that good, and you kind of have to be a jobber using just bows for a while, which like sucks for Gambit. Like I get it. It's not the most intuitive thing. It's probably easier now with uh, Trinity Ghoul's Catalyst. Um, but you know, you're still there doing the activity. You're doing the thing. And right. You're doing it of your own volition. You're not forced into it. Um, you know, just for j- just for drill purposes. So that's um... literally what it feels like is actually for a drill. All right, so now I'm going to queue up uh, perk rant mode. Uh, we need an exclamation point perk rant command, Moose, because we're going to start talking about how Bungie handled the concerns about last year's gear and purchases from the microtrans. Um, I'm going to get out of the way, out of the blast zone, and... Oh. Okay, so... <laughs> Hi. No. Last year, we had to buy ornaments that went into the solstice gear and you gave us solstice gear that was version 1.0 that we then had to go for 2.0 we mentioned this earlier that the rolls were absolute dog shit so they were basically moot point to running them in in the entirety of the year that were they were functional for which by the way they sunset at 1060 so as of the next expansion they are going to be obsolete you will not be able to infuse them or use them for anything else going on um two last year you had to people buying arc ornaments solar ornaments and and vo- or glows sorry and then literally they're not useful on anything else we were talking about it during that event i remember being like uh, i'm hoping that we can get these to go somewhere else i'm hoping these aren't just like something that i'm paying for right now but like eh, maybe i'll just do it anyway because i'm like i really can't imagine they'd be charging you know 20 or 15 or 20 dollars per glow set for something that's just going to be for like one singular event so that's an issue that i had um i'm gonna go straight into what uh they could do to make solstice better ready literally instead of and this goes along with my main point which was just make an armor set that lets me go through and do whatever i want with it like i said i don't want to be forced into gambit i don't want to do strikes i don't want to do that shit i want to do a thousand raids and i will gladly get all of my shit done in raids because raids are uncapped loot right now, which makes them super damn fun. Let me just run them. Let me do the activity that I want, right? Additionally, a multiplicative bonus I would institute for running raids or trials back to back without going to the tower, without doing anything else. Obviously not like a timer thing, but the game already tracks where you go from point A to point B. If it was set in a way where you just went raid to raid to raid to raid or trials, 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 and they gave you like a multiplicative bonus for doing orbs and stuff like that, you would incentivize a healthy player base for trials instead of forcing people to get seven wins. Just have people going in because here's the thing, uh, you wouldn't even have to worry about AFK farming and trials because you can't go in in a queue. You have to join in a fire team. So you're going to run into some of those fire teams that are going to be like, ah, shit, we're, we're dog shit at trials. We don't want to bother. Here's a free win, guys. Fine, whatever. Bonus, that's cool. Raids, you go back to back to back to back to back on. You just jump straight into it. And kind of like how Strike Playlist used to be in Destiny 1, where you used to get a loot bonus that would show up in the corner while you were flying for the next strike, you would get something like that for a raid, for how many things that you would do back to back to back. Um, Or how about just a goddamn horde mode? 
like we were talking before. How about you just open the thing and you just like let enemies come out? How about you just let me shoot a bunch of shit? The whole point of Destiny, the whole thing, and they've talked about this before, is that we're the monster killing machine. Just let me kill the fucking monsters, right? Like I don't need I don't need you to put like chests on the other side of a building so that I could like fart around up there trying to find them and going, oh boy, I want to watch these before they disappear. Like I literally feel like a toddler at like a, a like a birthday party. Like I'm just like, oh, I gotta go find the prize. Like I feel stupid when I'm doing it. I, I don't feel like I'm using skill. I don't feel like I'm using uh, my power level or what I've earned as a character. I just feel dumb, straight up. Like, I'm sorry. It was fun once. It's not fun a second year in a row. Like, it is not what you want to represent as a free event. A free event should just, like, give the best of what your game is to your free-to-play players and celebrate your veterans over and over again. This event does none of those things. Um, the last thing, uh, if you're going to, even if, if it, like, let's say that you can't do, like, a horde mode, right? Like, let's say you can't do something like that. <sighs> Prison of Elders. Bring back Prison of Elders and call that your solstice event. Get Varix out here. Let me talk to him. Let him be the vendor for solstice. And let me go run some shit in his booby-trapped dungeon prison place thing. That was cool. We liked that. It wasn't good substitution for a raid at the time. But for something like this, you know, a seasonal event that you want to get people engaged in and playing a thing that you can do without really having to work too hard things that don't have raid-esque mechanics so that you would have a hard time doing with blueberries. I don't know. Just bring out the prison of elders, right? It's there. You can bring it back in the content vault. And I'm not saying they should have done this for this time, for this time. Obviously they don't have those assets ready. So I'm not a reverend of that, but I'm just talking about for next time. What a great damn use for the prison of elders. Right. Hope you hope you're okay, Will. Over. Is, is it safe? It's over. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess we're we're jumping into the how we fix it portion. Uh this perk rant was brought to you by I don't know, dude. That was that was some inspired like filibuster. That was like um Patton Oswalt, Parks and Rec, Thanos' hand, cut to <sighs> Boba Fett in Star Wars level filibusterissimo there um i appreciate that reference so much because uh, i love that bit. so I love that bit. for me like just analyzing what solstice of heroes is you got two problems one doing the same grind as the early season for, for light level which we've already established on like six different episodes out of eight sucks um yep and two the rewards don't reflect the kind of heroes we are in Solstice of Heroes. It's a nope. missed opportunity to, like, you want to pay tribute to people who we've lost? How about, like, or, like, make us feel rewarded as heroes of the city? Let's have interactions with people in the city. I, I'm not convinced that people are in the city. I'm pretty sure we might have a fucking Truman Show fucking situation going on where, like, you move... X amount of distance into the, the skybox and then you hit a fucking wall and you, there's a door and then there's fucking Los Angeles outside of it or something. Like, You're not wrong. Like, what, what is actually happening? Are we these people's heroes or are we quarantined in the tower? Like, um, I don't know. Who knows? There was, also, really, there was that really cool cutscene of, uh, like, uh, what's her name? Soraya Hawthorne uh, running through the city on, like, sparrows and shit like that. 
and that video that came out before like that that pre-rendered video that came out the summer before dt yeah. launched where it was like zavala when he was young you know yeah. when he was a guardian kept getting res he's wearing white gear the speakers you know talking shit around a campfire Shax has both horns uh those moments are so cool and they're so like encouraging um just at this point honestly like even aside from my rant even aside from i think the perfect use that prison of elders can have at this point just fucking send me back in time to just do a pre oh god no events <laughs> that's how that's when you know we've jumped the shark and they're out of ideas is like time travel because <laughs> like, you, know, you don't want to know why the most fun like pre can story event that i've ever had in destiny 2 was uh like like in recent memory aside from hunting down the barons um he was going to find saint 14 when you're wandering through those halls and then you hear him speaking like you hear him talking mm -hmm. shit about the fallen and you go and you turn that corner and he's got a big ass bubble like bigger than your garden can make and you go into the bubble and you're talking with him and immediately there's this camaraderie because he identifies you as a guardian he knows that you're strong. He can tell, and he's like, "Just, just help me out. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give these these fallen what for? They got me pinned down. But if you're here, you know, I could take him out." That's where I we convince him to like to that. keep being a guardian. Like he is like yeah. depressed, depressed. Yeah. Saint fourteen, and he's just like, "I don't I like, keep losing people. I'm giving up." And then you're just like, "Oh, you got this cool bubble. Let me just kill shit from your bubble." Um, Dude, it's so just, there's just so many opportunities. Yeah. Um, uh, literally, you're right at the, about that. Like, I'm at the point where I'm like, "Give me a pre-canned event, send me back in time." Fuck that that Cosmodrome event where you get given the catalyst for uh, Risk Runner. Risk Runner. I was like, "This is cool, man." Yeah. Um, shit. Give me something. I would love. Like, this is a total tangent from my how to fix Solstice idea, um, but I would love an in-game playable version, like of uh zavala's journey to the mm -hmm. city because like our original journey to the city is kind of scuffed from d1 like you think about like oh uh, you know the city's already exists but there's magically this ship here i want to like an mmo style like starting area slog it to the main like the main like eating hub area um you but finally anyway and you see the tower and you're like holy shit i'm here yeah like, like i have arrived like in wow when you start the game you, like it takes a while to like see the gates of orgrimmar or like the statues outside of stormwind like you start and then you go to a small city and you're just like oh this is cool there's some people but when you get to your fucking like faction hub and you see just the like the amazing scale of what that city is and you're just like holy fuck this is an actual world of warcraft um i want that for destiny um i would love to love see it. it yeah dude i would absolutely love it so uh, yeah go ahead and react to that but then i'm gonna queue up will rant sure sure go for will rant i see uh dan in the chat like yeah i completely agree with you prison of, like combine prison of elders into corridors of time it's a beautiful cool little environment that they could weave into the same mm -hmm. concept of prison of elders room to room yeah that's actually like that. ooh, that's brilliant that. all right here here comes that. here comes will rant are you ready i'm ready hit me all right so it's not it's not as impassioned but uh change up the reward structure for solstice keep your base majestics like um but the way that you get to base majestics needs to be like uh multi pronged i guess like have multiple different ways to get there um like sure. we we're saying 
Like, just fill up the bar. That's fine. But once you reach Majestic, there needs to be a goal that really highlights what kind of Guardian you are because this is the solstice of heroes. You know, we talk a lot about PvE versus PvP players. Like, give me give me a Trials Glow. Give me a PvP Glow. Give me a Gambit Glow. Something Like, put a snake on the fucking armor or something like that. Um, let me, if I want to continue to have a stretch goal... Let me grab something that's aspirational. And then on top of that, like there there are people who play this game nonstop and play everything and don't bitch about it. That needs to be rewarded. The the ultimate aspirational goal needs to be like, all right, you in in the season of triumph or the Souls event, go flawless, complete all the raids, including the prestige mode. Fucking like reset your gambit, whatever. Um, something that makes you play all of the end game like activities. Do X amount of GM nightfalls with a certain score. Fucking prove that you are the ultimate guardian, and then get this super aspirational gear piece that cannot be acquired in really any other sort of uh, event that's in the game. Like, there's really no other part of the um, part of the game. Uh, during the yearly cycle that is about completing everything that really Solstice should be about. Like, reward the people who are going above and beyond the call of guardianism to, like, no life this game. Um, And the difference between that and the way Majestics work now is, like, yes, you're forced to be a Destiny tourist and go around every playlist and do these hard things, but the reward is just a masterwork set for one piece of like a masterworking on one piece of your armor. It's not, um, it's not an aspirational item like a skin or even a glow. Um, so yeah, that and and will rant. I completely and totally agree with you. I I actually think that that's a fantastic idea as well. Um, I I literally I see no issue with that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, I it just literally we're grasping at straws and we're literally asking for virtually anything. Um, Give us anything. I even thought like forget the the Guardian Games having an exotic brought back to it. Like I was like, here's your opportunity. We have a long season. We push back the thing. Bring that gun back because you've at least got a lot of players playing right now than than played during the last season or whatever. Because I don't have that gun. I, I was like, I'm not playing public events. Uh, <laughs> being the thing, like, I don't care how good the exotic is. It'll come up at a, another point, and I'm like, I just don't care. I got yeah. the class armor. I got, like, the Titan butt towel, because it actually looks kind of cool, kind of fancy. Um, but you could purchase that. Like, you could just buy it with silver. Yeah. Like, it just didn't... Uh, just, there was nothing I, to it. I regret not buying the ships, because the ships look pretty cool. Yeah, but they were. Also, ships don't do anything. We've talked about that on the show a billion times. Um, moving on, one last Lucas point, um, because I did pick his brain about as deep as a COVID swab, to be honest, um, mm. uh, is he brought up this great point about Bungie and armor sets. They We now have two different armor progression systems um, where the armor sets grow with you as you do activities. That inherently by itself is really good. You have so you have Gambit Prime, and you have this the Solstice event. Why is this limited to those two things? Let's keep keep bringing this in. Like you, 
we talk about investment in our gear and like all of the exotics we put in, just the amount of materials we put in the mass work our stuff. These are really meaningful ways to like grow with your gear that don't require like grinding GM nightfalls for materials over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, or, and it also, you know, prevents stuff like forge farm AFKing that, you know, is just materials you burn in, into like armor. It, it makes yeah. you spend time in your gear. I think for all of the, all of the bungee pleas that we've been doing for the entirety of this podcast, this is one thing that we really need to take the time and say, Bungie's did an amazing job with uh, the ideas of growing in this armor. And it's just stuff that we want to see more of. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, it's, it's just like, uh, it, it comes really close, but it also just, it's a, it's a swing and a big miss because I, I feel like, I feel like almost, it's, it's, I feel bad for being critical because it, but it also feels like everything that they do, they come really close to hitting it. But when they miss, they've hit it with such gusto that it really sails far past where it's, you know, the, it's, the mark. It's the clips from D1 of Truth going like yeah. uh, right past the target and then going around the world and coming back and hitting mm-hmm. it. They'll yep. hit it eventually. 100%. Eventually. Yeah, uh, it's just like there's just so much cool gear and there's so much cool stuff that I love the idea of unlocking it all. Uh, I really do. I really love the idea of just being like, ah, okay, I dropped this piece of gear and now I'm good. We, I mention Elder Scrolls all the time. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, you unlock, you, you drop a piece of gear, it's yours. You can go and you can create that look again. It doesn't matter. And granted, things in an MMO like that are more of a stat stick, so your, your cosmetics are just your cosmetics. That's um, what, I mean, we... We're addressing the problem that's going to be solved with transmog, which is coming to Disney. I hope that it's going to be solved, because I'll be honest with you, I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, they've even said that they're going to make a statement based on if things are going to be safe to shard or not, because um, we everybody's hoping, hey, they really need to go off our collections here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to go and get and sit with all of the, the three sets of uh, Mercury gear uh, in my vault to be able to be eligible to transmog it you know what right I mean? right yeah there's i am i don't want to go ahead and say that things are going to be fine when they do that because they've kind of proven that there is a kind of a high chance that like they might not be fine right so i'm cautiously optimistic uh and i'm, I'm hoping to hear from them uh it's thursday and there's a twab and it didn't really go over anything they basically no it just it just is basically by the way uh here's solstice it's happened and also we fixed the titan thing Thank you for fixing the Titan bug quickly, because I feel like that could have been something that took, you know, until next Tuesday's reset or something like that, which is within leave me doing my other two characters, you know. So I'm at least. I, yeah. Um. So I think that wraps about wraps up our solstice yeah. discussion. Time to talk about the caffeines as the usual. We have our member of the week, which is Barry Freeze Pop, Alex. Uh, if you. I have a special request. If you are, if you can hear this, can you just run behind Perk? Just like no. wave in the leaf. She can't this week. She oh shit! Week. Yeah, funny um, enough. But I think she is watching. Okay, so. she is. I saw her in the chat. Uh, the I, reason yeah. why Barry Freeze Pop has one hour member of the week is because she has been in like every one of our streams, 
every single one and has been super positive and just like uh you know been in chat and hang- hanging out and it's always good to have uh our members showing up uh just to keep the streamers like in check and sometimes <laughs> moose gets a little off off the handle and you you gotta you a gotta say what's up you know a grounding but, like a, a a central focus a uh thing to come back to for yep. sure uh so that said uh, coming up on this stream right here um, this Saturday, I am taking off. I've got a wedding to go to. Uh, congratulations to Rohan and Kate. Um, so I think Lucas will be taking my spot um, as well as the evening spot, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Cool. Think uh, so. Sunday fun days is go, correct? I think so. We'll tweet if it's not. Yep. Uh, Monday... Monday comp with Lucas. We'll get a double dose of Lucas between uh, Lucas here and finally back. He took a little family vacation. He's re- He's ready. He's refreshed. He's not burned out by all this other stuff. Like there's been so much that changed. He hasn't missed a beat. So he's Luke, coming in. Lucas is literally the Troy gift where he comes back with the pizzas and fucking yes. Jeff is just hitting the fire. Yep, absolutely. That's Lucas. The same level of just like happiness and joy. Uh, and yeah, everything's on fire. Yep. One, uh, 10%. Your reset stream is still go for Tuesday, if I'm not always. mistaken. I'm always. always resetting. I'm always resetting. And then we've got Wednesday, Moosable with the Crucible Queen herself. Um, as always, guys, uh, the stream here at Caffeines is a Twitch affiliate, and we would really love your support. If you've got Twitch Prime, uh, Please feel free Switch to gaming. drop. It's not Prime gaming, gaming yet. It's not it's, Prime. Oh wait, it's not, oh wait, it's, it's not Prime it's gaming not? yet. Oh, that was okay. a leak. Oh, you've, you've they ruined this. They sent me the message on Twitch. I'm inspired. Okay, whatever. It's not whatever. Point is, if you have Amazon Prime, you can drop a sub here on this channel. It supports us. Um, it helps immensely with the cost of us uh, growing, not only as uh, a content clan, but also just as a group of people who want to play with you. Um, that said, we are also opening up our Discord. I believe the exclamation point Discord command is open. Hit it. If you want to join us, hit it. We are opening up the doors to you. If you're looking for a group of people that you want to play with, that you don't want to feel like you're walking into just a random LFG and kind of hoping that you're going to make a connection, uh, exclamation discord, join the caffeine's crew. All right. We have a literally set up for that. Um, literally not just going to bring you in and like have you hope for the best of PVE. We want to play with you. We want to take you through raids, all the other good stuff, and actually be a solidified like team together. You know yes. what I mean? Um, and if you want to play with us also, feel free to seek us out via Twitter. Uh, I'm at Will Produces. That's at PerkFGC. Um, and if you're listening, uh, now is a great time to subscribe to us on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts uh, and anywhere you can find uh, podcasts such as Anchor. Um Honestly, I'm not really sure how many places we are distributed at, but we're at most of them. Uh, we're on Spotify. We have an audio version going up. We have a video version that hits the YouTube 24 hours after the uh, stream goes down. Um, following us there really supports us as well so that we can go out to multiple channels and bring you different kinds of content. Uh, final thoughts, Perk? 
Final thoughts. I love the concept of a summer event, um, but it does not feel like a summer event. To me, summer is good vibes, kicking back and doing something that's really fun, whether it be repetitive or not. Uh, this feels like summer chores. Wow. This, feel, this feels like I need to restain the deck. You're going to end the show power. on a negative thought? How dare you? Yeah. I'm How end dare you, sir? Uh, you know what? These are honest thoughts. They're raw. And I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. And I'm not going to backtrack to uh, to something. Because I, I just might as well keep it. Perk is keep giving you takes. Like okay. he takes his coffee. No sugar. Um, Nothing. Just, just straight cold brew concentrate. Not even water. Straight cold brew and ice. Like my soul. Oh, okay. So for me, my my final thoughts are, um, hey, you should join our clan. It's great, and we love you, and we want to play games with you. Um, I feel like I had another thing to announce. No, you don't. Didn't we? No. Nope. Do we? Okay, go watch. Before, uh, before you ad lib another commercial, I'm canceling it. Okay. Well, canceled. <laughs> ad read gone. Um. Yeah. So yeah, the show is over, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week.